What is up, you guys? I am back with another episode of Let's Be Honest Podcast. And this episode was, will be a bit different from all of my other episodes. Um, I will actually be talking about the trip that I went on last Sunday. So if you're interested in hearing about my shrimp trip, you can stay tuned. If you're not interested, then you can listen to any of my previous episodes or catch me next week. But yeah. And a brief disclaimer, if you're a minor, do not do any drugs. If you're grown, do whatever the fuck you want to. Okay, on to the episode. <laughs> so I decided to do shrooms with two of my close friends this past Sunday. Um, we thought, hey, we're in fucking college, about to leave college. We haven't had really any crazy experiences. And if this, if we want to do anything crazy, this is the time to do it. It's something about saying, oh, I did that in college. That makes everything acceptable. I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, I feel like it just makes it acceptable. Once we leave this place, we're, we're full grown ass adults and we'll be, you know, having real jobs and shit like that. So, yeah. We decided let's let's get some. We've been talking about it for like a, I don't know. We decided let's just get some, and so we did. We got a total of 5.7 grams around there. It wasn't six total, but 5.7, and we split it between the three of us, and we were shroom versions, uh, <laughs> psychedelic versions, hallucinogen versions all that so we had this whole idea of setting up the house with everything that we think would be dope you know for our trip so we bought play-doh um what is it called coloring books um what else candy fruits we have a tapestry so we put that out in the living room that had a lot of neon pretty colors on it. It had a lion on it. We had Alice in Wonderland uh, set to play on TV. We had our oil diffuser going with chamomile, wait, sorry, with eucalyptus and lavender oil. Um, we had the sage burning, everything like that. We thought we were going to, we had everything fucking situated. Water, we had eight prior because we were hungry. Now, my friend did tell me, don't eat prior you know do it on an empty stomach but I'm hungry and sometimes if I do anything on an empty stomach I'll fuck around get lightheaded and start to feel sick so that's the last thing I wanted to feel when I'm on a fucking drug granted I understood that when you're coming up with shrooms that you're going to feel um nauseous at a certain point in time I was aware of that but yeah anyway we had everything like that set up so we can have the best little time so we went to the house and uh, everything was set up and I made the tea. So I basically made the tea by, it's really simple actually, I grinded up all the shrooms and I had a pot of water. So since it was three of us, I started it off with about um, four and a half cups of water just because I felt like some was going to just evaporate. So which it did and then some ended up spilling and anything. But yeah, so I started off with like four and a half cups of water. And I boiled that. Once it got boiling, I turned it down a little bit to where it was still hot but not actually boiling. Grounded up all the shrooms, dropped the shrooms in there, and I let it. Th I let that uh, brew, I guess, for 15 minutes. 
And then at that 15 minute mark, I put the tea bags in. I used a total of four tea bags. Two were chamomile tea and the other two was uh, ginger tea. And uh, I let that brew with the shrooms for five minutes. So it was a total of, the shrooms had a total of 20 minutes boiling, basically, or being brewed. You don't want to go over 20 minutes. And after that, we filtered it. Well, I filtered it with uh, coffee filters. And yeah, poured the tea and back in the measuring cup. And it ended up being three cups perfectly. It was three of us. So I measured out one cup, two cup, three cup. And we all had our cups. And it was a perfect measurement. Everything worked out perfect. <laughs> we didn't want too much tea to where it was just like super hard to drink it. Because what we did know was that we were going to do the whole amount, so we didn't want it to be too hard. So one cup of tea was perfect. And then we just proceeded to put honey and then a little bit of lemon. We heard lemon helped with digestion. And yeah, we heard the tea helped with digestion, but my friend said we probably made that shit more potent uh, because it was undergoing more of a chemical process. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> if you know, leave a comment below in the... Uh, on SoundCloud or some shit, but okay. So we began to sip. And when I tell you, by the time we started feeling effects before we finished our tea and we wasn't just slow sipping that tea for real, for real. Like we were, you know, we were pretty, we were drinking that whole. So I'll say within about 25 minutes, within 20 to 25 minutes, we felt the shrimps kicking in. Um, we stepped outside onto my balcony because, you know, we just wanted to go outside. We went outside. It felt good. We were sitting on the hammock. And I, that's when we started laughing hysterically, just cracking the fuck up, y'all. It felt like anybody who smoked weed before, the first time you smoke weed, how hard you just laugh. Or hell, the first couple times you smoke weed, those laugh attacks, <laughs> that's what we were having for no reason. I'm talking tears was rolling out of my eyes. It felt so good. It felt so great. The colors were beautiful. Everything was bright, vibrant. Um, and then that's when I kind of noticed, oh, I'm starting to kind of feel nauseous, um, which is perfectly normal. I've always been the person to watch just drug documentaries on YouTube and shit and just read pamphlets ever since I was young. But specifically, I've been researching shrooms and psychedelics a lot more and just drugs within the past year or so. So I knew, like I said before, that coming up, you do feel a little nauseous or whatever. So I kind of was just trying to stay grounded, keep my feet on the ground, just stay calm, breathe through it. And then at a certain point in time, I don't know, it was really hot outside. So that wasn't helping, I decided to go inside. Y'all, what I tell you by the time I went inside and I was like, oh shit, that's when I knew I was a little fucked up. But by the time I went back outside on the fucking balcony, my homegirl had thrown up <laughs> and then had stripped down in like her fucking panties and her bra. Huh, fucking hilarious, on the balcony. Mind you, this is all like 3.30 p.m. Oh, okay, by now it's like 4 p.m. So, <laughs> I, and y'all seeing that, that shit made me laugh even harder. I fell onto my ground on my floor and was crying, laughing. Once again, that shit was funny to me. But what wasn't funny is right after I got done laughing, my ass, shit got real, okay? That big ass tapestry that we had for to make it trippy, yeah, that shit was trippy, all right? That, that, the fucking colors was everywhere. It was 
waving like the lion it was like it was breathing when i say breathing it's more so like pulsating and that was more so like with everything so the blanket that was on the ground was pulsating the walls had waves kind of it was kind of to the effect of like if you may have um, closed your eyes for a very long time and then um open your eyes and you start seeing like patterns and shit on the wall it was much like that um and yeah, shit just started getting real. So we decided to just sit, sit back in the house to get our ass in the house. <laughs> because there were definitely people outside and we did not need people to see what the fuck was going on. Oh, I forgot to mention, we did not have a babysitter. Uh, but to be honest, it wasn't really bad without it. But if you're supposed to have a babysitter, so get a babysitter, just have a babysitter. And I'll, I guess I'll let you know why having a babysitter is more important later in the story. But so... We're inside, my homegirl, she's <laughs> walking around the kitchen, and then she's just laying on the floor with the blanket, and we try to watch Alice in Wonderland to try to, okay, like, focus ourselves back. It was so hard because it was just hard to focus. That is already a really trippy movie, and yeah, it was just it was just so much. All I can say is that it was so much. It was a lot. Um, so at a point in time, we just had to turn that shit off because... It was literally too much for us. So then we sat there for about, I don't know how long it was because you guys, time is, you don't know. You don't know what time is. And I'm not even saying that in a hippy dippy way, but when you're high, when you're that high, there is no such thing as time. Like at a certain point in time, I thought that a lot of time had passed and apparently only five minutes had passed on some shit. So you're really not aware. So I can't really tell you how long everything was happening. But what I can say is the trip did last for four hours. But getting back to the story. Um, so we turned it off and we were just kind of sitting in silence for a little bit to kind of just like gather ourselves, regroup our thoughts. And within that time that we were silent, uh, I closed my eyes and it's like breathing. What I can say is breathing felt really good. It felt good. Breathing made me smile. It brought, It felt like I don't know. My fingers, my hands had this tickly feeling. I remember I couldn't really grasp anything too hard or like too firm. And if I did, it just had that tickle feeling. The only thing I can like describe it as is when like I remember being young and when I would first wake up in the mornings and try to squeeze my hands really tight, I couldn't. And I remember it would just like tickle when I would try to. I don't know. So... <laughs> It just, I, I could feel, I felt like I could feel everything in my body moving and working. And then it's like me starting to focus on my breathing. Felt like I was kind of like sinking into the chair. Not necessarily on some scary shit, but it was definitely like I was getting, like, I don't know, caught up. <laughs> sinking into myself, engulfed with myself. I don't know. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, fuck that. Let's put on some music. We try to listen to some music. The music was too much, and it's not like it was just, like, some scary. It wasn't even like we put on fucking Migos. No, we put on some beautiful fucking jazz shit. We even put on some um, Solange, the uh, a, seat at, a Seat at the Table, that album. We put on some beautiful shit, but something about it was just so... I guess those music, the jazz shit, it was too much. It was too overwhelming, too many different things happening and then as far as Solange I guess it was too slow and we were moving at even though we were calm our minds and everything seemed to be moving at such a fast pace I don't really know how to put it but 
so much shit is going on. All of your sensories are very just, I don't know. Everything's very heightened. Your sensories are just very heightened, it seems. So it was a lot going on. So <laughs> we ended up just talking. What I do remember is that at a certain point in time, we kept talking in loops. Like I'd remember I'd say something and then my one friend would say something, the other friend would say something, and then we'd be like, damn, we just said that. And then it happened again. Like, and that reminds me once again, kind of like the first time you get high, like smoking weed, like it seems like time and everything was kind of like in fragments, like shit would just like happen and then like you may keep repeating the same shit. Like that's what it was like. Um, the I don't know, like <laughs> it's so crazy. Uh, after that, what I can say is at a certain point in time, oh, so I tried to smoke out the bong. I took two hits, y'all. That fucked me up. I thought that perhaps... You know, I'm personally a smoker. I tend to smoke a good amount. So I felt like the weed would bring me, melt, like, mellow me out, like, bring me more back to normal, like, almost on some homeostasis shit. Like, you know, like, I don't know. But, no, that shit made me skyrocket through the roof, made me a lot more high, and the nausea increased. I do understand that I was peaking at that point, too, so I'm sure that had a roll in it and you could literally hear my stomach like making noises and obviously you guys it's a fungus so it's gonna fuck with your stomach um <laughs> and I already kind of have sensitive stomach but by that point things were kind of like I wasn't dizzy but things were definitely not not spinning but everything was moving when the bed is moving when the flowers are moving when the walls shits on the walls moving when all of that's happening it becomes to be a lot and I'm not saying this on some scary shit, but it was just a lot. So I went upstairs and here's the thing. I also felt like I really had to shit. I really had to shit. But when I was trying to shit, uh, I wasn't in tune with my body for the sake of like, I had to, okay, I had to shit. I feel like I can shit. So I go sit on the toilet and I tried to continue with like what people try doing you shit, you know, like push or whatever. But I couldn't feel if I was pushing or not. And then sometimes I would actually physically go, like, to check because, yeah, I can't feel it. And the whole time I was dry as could be, nothing in the toilet, didn't even pee. So I couldn't really feel what was happening, but my stomach was hurting. So I threw up. I did make myself throw up, um, which wasn't too, too hard because, like I said, I was already a little nauseous. But I stuck my finger in my throat, made myself throw up, and... um, that felt, I mean, felt good, or guess, whatever. I don't really remember the act of it. I just, like, I remember throwing up, but I don't remember how it felt. But I, I know I didn't feel shitty afterwards. I had a really big meal beforehand, which, which like, my friend said I probably shouldn't have. And it was some damn chicken alfredo and some cornbread. So that was probably way too heavy on my stomach anyway. But in my case, it made it easy for something to throw up. And I was drinking a lot of water throughout all of this. I was thirsty. I was very thirsty throughout all of this. I remember there was a certain point in time my homegirl was naked. I was on the couch naked, pouring cold water on me. Um, <laughs> it sounds crazy. I remember moving my arms around because it just felt good to just move my arms around and just, like, touch or just, like, caress things. Um, yeah, and I remember. But, okay, so here's the thing. At a certain point in time, I was just like, I just want my nigga, like, 
the thought of being with him just made me so happy at that point. Like, I don't know. Like, at that point in time, I felt like, not going to lie, since there were so many waves, so many ins and outs, it felt like so much time had already passed. It felt like I didn't know if this was ever going to end. And it really felt like, okay, I'm ready for this to be over. Because I was just so fucking high, you guys. <laughs> and it really comes in waves. Like, there was times where we'd just be talking to each other and felt like talking. Then there'd be times where we, or where I felt, didn't feel like talking at all. Just wanted to sit in silence. There'd be times where I was really high and I was topless and had the fan on and, pour, and naked and pouring water on me. Then there was other times where I was cold and I needed the blanket. And the blanket, like, hugging me felt so good and comforting. And I guess that's when I started wanting my nigga. But after I threw up, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to need you to come. Mind you, it was so fucking hard to work my phone. It was so hard. The colors, everything is just crazy. It's so much going on on the phone. Um, that shit, it was wild. So it was hard to call him. And then I had called him twice because it seemed like 30 minutes had like passed. And apparently it was only like five minutes. So I don't know. Like I said, time. You don't really know what it is. But when he came and got me... Um, and it wasn't even like I left my friends and like, oh, my God, you left them on some shit. No, they were downstairs on the couch. Fine. I didn't call him because I need to be saved or because I was having a bad trip. I called him because I wanted him. Like <laughs> at that point in time, like I said, it felt like so much time had passed. It had already been high. All of us was kind of at that point kind of like, damn, we're high as shit, but we want this to be over. Like <laughs> so. But, yeah, I called him. He made sure we were good. Um, I got my shit. And then I, left, I was leaving with him, and then my other homegirl stopped past my house, and she was there for a little bit. And uh, I went back to his place, and we really just, like, laid on his bed. I just wanted to just hold him and just cuddle, really. I just wanted to feel him. Um, and then we smoked a blunt. I only took, like, two hits because I was really kind of scared. But I do remember <laughs> he, was being, he was a little annoyed, but it's because what he was watching, it was just really not giving me bad vibes. It just was too much, like too much happening on the TV sensory-wise. And um, I don't know. So I just asked him to change some shit. And then the fan, like with the fan being on, I kept looking at the fan and paying too much attention to it. It got really trippy. So like I just asked for that to be turned off. But I don't know. After that, I was kind of just laying down with him. We just laid down together. And there was about an hour... Well, once again, I don't fucking know, but I believe it was about like an hour to where I was just laying down. I thought that I was, it's weird because I feel like I kind of just shut down. I don't feel like I was necessarily asleep, but I know I wasn't necessarily awake. Maybe I was just sleep in and out of sleep. But he said I was making like this weird ass noise, like a weird ass noise. And then I just wake up randomly just like grinning at him on some weird shit. And then just go back to sleep and just start making that weird-ass noise again. But what I do know is by the time I really woke up and was, like, back, I was definitely, like, I wasn't high anymore. That was definitely, like, my come down. Like, when I, by the time I got to his house and was laying down on the bed, that was definitely the beginning of my come down. And then I was uh, just sleepy. I was sleepy and I was hungry, but I wasn't hungry for, like, hot foods. So I was just eating watermelon and uh, applesauce and... Starburst and I slept after about 
seven thirty, eight p.m. I knocked out until the next morning. Okay, and then next morning I went to class. I went back home, ate, and knocked out. <laughs> so today's Tuesday. This is the first day where I feel like I'm actually like back. Oh yeah, yesterday I also did kind of have a headache. Uh, but I think it was more so on the fact that I didn't really eat. Because keep in mind, I did throw up on Sunday, and then I just ate fruit and Starburst the next day. And then, I mean, for the rest of that day, and then yesterday, I only had one meal. It was only a fucking six-piece nugget and some fries from Wendy's. So I think I was more so just, like, really hungry. That's why I had the headache. But I don't know. Today's Tuesday, and I feel perfectly fine. My homegirls, who I did it with, they didn't have much of a come down. You know, they just ate salad. They continued to do homework, shit like that. So the trip is over really soon. Well, you know, fairly soon. <laughs> it's not like acid, I guess is what I'm saying. It doesn't last for like buku long. So overall, what did I learn about it or what did I learn from it? I learned that one, I was very content in life. To me, I, I didn't see myself having a bad trip. The only thing that could be bad about the trip was maybe the nausea, the sickness. But that could have potentially been taken care of or avoided had I not eaten. I don't know. I guess I'll find out if I do it again. But um, I really just was content with life. There was no bad thoughts that crossed through my mind. I wasn't worried about it. I was really happy that I did it with my girls. I was so comfortable. Like, y'all don't understand. We were doing weird shit, saying crazy shit, fucking naked at different point in times like i'm talking like our pussies <laughs> two the two out of three of us pussies was out at a point in time okay and not even on some doing some freaky shit together not even no not on that shit but just we were just had to be free like the fact that and once again two out of three of us threw up like the fact that we could just throw up, the fact that we could be naked, the fact that we could do and say the weird shit, like, if you're, that's not something you want to do around people that you're not comfortable with. Y'all, my wig was off, <laughs> and my braids under my wig are not neat, okay? So I was looking a damn fool, and it, you, you have to be comfortable. You have to be in a comfortable location. Um, we didn't really make it to go back outside, like, we planned on it, but to be honest, we were so high that, I mean, it wouldn't be good for us to end up outside. Hell, we could barely even keep our clothes on. So, <laughs> definitely would say that's, yeah, but I, I was so content, and I I also learned that, because there was a point in time, I'm not going to lie, I was so high at point in time that I couldn't believe it. Like, this is crazy. I really did a fucking drug. Like, because I, I really don't do this shit. So I'm putting time to where I was kind of like, wow. But then I realized, like, you know what? I prayed. All I can do is put my faith in God. Like, stop overthinking. It is what it is. And here's, if anybody knows me, I'm super anal. Like, I'm analytical than a bitch. Like, I overanalyze everything, which is really good in certain cases. But it holds me back from a lot of things. And it really just showed me, like, you're going to be okay. Like, you prayed. Literally, put your faith in God. He's not going to fail you. You're going to be straight. He got you. Like, you're good. Just enjoy it. Enjoy life. Enjoy it. Like, and that, that 
went for in the instances to where I was getting like feeling like oh shit I'm really fucking high like is this gonna end like is this I'm ready for this nausea to be over and once again when I say this it wasn't even like on some is this gonna end oh my god freaking out shit none of it was a bad trip none of it was scary it was just on some you don't know how high or out of your mind that you can be. I mean, it's obvious that the brain is a powerful thing and we know we know all that shit. I I get it. But it's different to think that, oh, I just drank this tea. And when I tell y'all the tea tastes good, the tea tastes like your normal tea. Hell, had we put some ice in it and more sugar, it could have tasted like your regular ass sweet tea, but with shrooms. And you would have had no idea. Like it was good tea. So it was just crazy to me that like, wow, I just drank this tea. I had the shrooms in it, and I'm just high as shit out of my mind. Like, And I'm so far removed out of my mind because I'm seeing different things. I'm hearing different things. This is wild. But it wasn't scary. I honestly don't understand how... Like, for instance, even when there were certain things, like when I said you had to turn off Alice in Wonderland because it was too much, it wasn't even on some, like, oh, this is scary, like, it's going to give me a bad trip. It was just, it was too much sensory-wise that, like, it was just literally, I don't know how to put it, like, it's almost like trying to drive and look for fucking apartment numbers while listening to the radio. It's like, it's not scary or anything, it's just too much. You just need to turn the radio off for a little bit so you can focus. So <laughs> it, that's that's really what it was, Um it was just crazy. Like, I really understand how if people in cults, like, who would drink or eat shrooms or do LSD or any of these other things, like, I understand how they could do the crazy shit that we've seen them do on video. Like, because you're just so out of your mind. And the people around you, especially if they're doing it too, you're so out of your mind. And the craziest things you want to do or say or feel just feels good. But um, I also realized that I really love my nigga. Like, <laughs> and I ain't even trying to get on no bushy shit. But it made me realize, like, I really love him. And I, I've been knowing that I loved him, obviously. But it just made me really, because at that point in time, he's the only person that I really wanted. That's the thing. It made me realize it because I felt like through that that little time, even being in a hysteria, like crazy state of mind, I still wanted him and I still wanted to be with him. And I still made an effort and struggled with fucking with my phone just so I could call him. And I looked at it like this. If I didn't have him to call, how would I have felt? And I, I know that I wouldn't have just felt good. So that's that. Like <laughs> It made me realize, like, I really love my girls, too. Like, we, that was an experience to have with somebody. There's still things, obviously, like, obviously I can't explain. Some parts I don't remember. Some parts you just, I just can't explain it. Everybody has a different trip. There's a lot of the same similarities that me and my girls realized we went through, but everybody has a different trip. And then especially, I'm sure the trip would have been different if we had eaten them versus making a tea out of it. There's so many different things, but I I recommend certain people to be able to do it. And and it's not even on some, you got to be in the right mindset so that you don't like hallucinate and see like crazy shit speaking on shrooms because, or at least I'll speak for my dosage. I did about 
a little less than two grams. So I can only speak on me. But what I can say is like, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, y'all. It's just crazy. And you just got to do it for yourself. Because I know everything's going to sound really crazy, the shit that I'm saying, but you have to experience it for yourself to understand the thought process, to understand the things that you'll realize about yourself, to see yourself out of your element. It's crazy to see yourself out of your element and to know you're out of your, your element. Like, it's wild. It's crazy to feel kind of lost slash foreign in your own body and environment but to still be content. The thing, the reason why I think people can say that they have bad trips or that they have trips, and I'm speaking in terms of shrooms, because like I said, I haven't done acid, so I don't know if that's, you may hallucinate a lot more, like see, like that's maybe a lot different, um, and that's chemical, so you gotta trust your dealers giving you the right amount um, on each tab, because it's chemical. So, but yeah, when it comes to shrooms, though, when people say bad trips, I was thinking of it like maybe people only consider or think of the trip as the the euphoric part. Because understand, everything about that whole process isn't euphoric. Everything comes in waves, and there's different moods and different phases. So if people look at it as, okay, because I put it like this. If people looked at my whole my whole trip, they could say technically in their eyes I may have had a bad trip because of the amount of nausea, like because I threw up. But to me, I didn't have a bad trip. I had a great trip. It wasn't, okay, it wasn't the best trip because of the nausea, obviously, but it wasn't as euphoric as from what I hear of other people's, but I had a good trip. Like I did have a really good laughing period, a really happy period. And when I was breathing, it felt good. Things felt good. I seen like the trip, it's called a trip because it's a trip. It's an experience. It's not just the good. It's not like it's the happy. It's the really giggly. It's the in your head. It's the your the 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 breakthroughs, the revelations you come through, the things you find out about yourself. It's the seeing what you're about. Like you learn so much about yourself. So Trip is a really good word for it. It's really a trip. It's really an experience. I definitely recommend. Oh, that's what that's what I was saying. It's not for everybody in the sense of like I know a friend who she doesn't even drink. I mean, she doesn't even smoke weed. She barely smokes weed. Like <coughs> she okay, I put it like this. She never smokes weed ever. And maybe occasionally if she's around the right people or if it's like a vacation, she may hit the blunt once or twice. And even still, she acts fucking crazy and then acts like she can't uh, feel her legs and like she's dying and shit. So she could never get this high because she's just not a person who can be high. Because, y'all, when I tell you I'm, I'm a smoker, okay? I, I tend to say I have a, pretty, a really fucking high tolerance. And it was still wild to me how high that shit got me. And I didn't even take the biggest dose. Somebody still recommended 2 to 2.5 grams for the first time. And like I said, we each did a little under 2 because it was about like 5.7 grams split between the three of us. And we were still 
fucking high as shit. So if you're not ready, if you think of any sense of the way that you're not ready, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Wait, or don't do whatever at all. Shit. You know, you don't have to do it. But if you're wondering about it, if you're curious about it, I would say to try it. You will definitely break through. Did we get to play with any of the fucking Play-Doh? I mean, Play-Doh, no. Did we get to color? No. I really thought I could get to bring out my artistic side. Because if y'all ain't know, your girl can draw. Your girl a little talented. Y'all got a lot to learn about me. So <laughs> I thought that we'd be able to paint. I thought that, you know, we had all that shit ready. I low-key wanted to record myself, see if my voice or singing and shit would be different. I wanted to record some of it to see how we were acting. I low-key wanted to record some audio to see if I could get some clips. Didn't get any of that shit. So the thing I've also said with that is you may not have a plan, or you may have a plan, but you're not going to stick to that plan. Your body's going to decide what the fuck you want to do. But the part where I will say having a trip sitter or a babysitter did come in handy is the fact that, for instance, when my nigga was able to come, he um, like he was able to pick me up. And then when I was hungry, I was able to go. He was able to take me to get some watermelon because obviously you can't drive under that condition. You know, so if you're hungry or something, they could help you or they can get the food or take all y'all to get the food. If you want to go on a hike or if you want to go to the pool, if you want to be around nature they can guide you and make sure that you actually stay in the group make sure nobody gets lost or wanders off make sure nobody get hurt because you don't know how out of your mind you may be or what you may do so you do especially if you're going to be outside you do need somebody to look after you luckily we none of us tried to do anything stupid like cook um because somebody would have tried to cook while we were in that mindset we probably would have burned the house down or something because we wouldn't have remembered it on the stove you know if we would have went outside i'm sure somebody would have wandered off or somebody may not pay attention and get hit by a car you just never know so <laughs> it is important to have a trip sitter but yeah y'all that was my experience would i do it again at first my first thoughts was hell no i wouldn't do this shit again <laughs> like okay i experienced it but I'm good. Like I said, at a certain point in time, I was kind of like, okay, I'm good for this to be over. Like, I've experienced it all. But each trip is different. And to be honest, I still want to experience it with my nigga one more time. Well, one time. Excuse me. I experienced it with my girls, but I want to experience it on some on some lovey-dovey type shit and cuddle up and have some high-ass sex. And But... For his first time, I would take a very micro dose, not a very micro dose, but a smaller of a dose so that I can still kind of guide him type shit. But I don't know, y'all say that we will see. But yeah, that was my that was my experience. Um, I tried my best to explain it to y'all. And yeah, <laughs> that's the best I can do for y'all. But if y'all have y'all look, I'm trying to have my Instagram my Twitter, my fucking SoundCloud. I'm trying to have all that shit more interactive, okay? So if y'all have any questions, any comments, comment on SoundCloud or comment on my Twitter page at Girl Behind the Mic. Um, and I actually created a separate Twitter account for this podcast because I don't want, I don't know, I just feel like it's more professional to have a separate Twitter page for this account. So the account for this podcast is at Let's be honest, but 
the B is just the letter B. So at let's be honest. And then my at name for my Twitter account is at girl behind the mic. The girl is without an I. Those will be in the description box. But yeah, thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for fucking with me. Please like um, and share this podcast and all my other episodes on your timeline with your friends, with your family, with all that. Um, Yeah, leave comments and shit below. And catch me next week on Let's Be Honest Podcast. Bye, y'all.